0: New from Capri Sun.
1: <laughs> goat in a bag.
0: Yeah, they need to market that for Halloween. <laughs> the goat sucker Capri Sun. <laughs> you can be a chupacabra. <laughs> hey,
1: what flavor Capri Sun you got there? Goat. Goat. Episode 490. It's a podcast. I'm Mike, and
0: Lisa.
1: Welcome back, Lisa. Hi, how
0: you doing?
1: I am good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Just surviving the apocalypse as usual. Well, the real-life apocalypse, apparently, and the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> all the, like creating the zombie apocalypse.
1: All the fictional apocalypses? <laughs> apocalypses, yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they got a new theme song for this week. That'll yeah. be evident why we've done that later. <laughs> a little later <laughs> on in the news segment, maybe, and beyond.
0: People are like, it's not even Halloween yet.
1: That's a very, yeah, Halloween song, isn't it?
0: I got a little dose of serotonin yesterday <laughs> while driving because I saw the first Spirit Halloween store of the season. Oh boy! Yeah, that's right. That's I'm
1: to get. <laughs> Once they get all the the back to school crap out of the the the, the grocery store holiday aisle, it's going to be Halloween stuff. It's yeah. any, it's going to happen any day now. I, I was just there this morning and I didn't I didn't bother to look. I assumed it was all still back yeah. to school stuff.
0: They, they already started at Michaels, so michael starts early though because everybody's crafting and and whatnot right
1: well the costume you know you got to have time to put that thing together
0: yep absolutely get your uh your fall decorations up
1: less than three months
0: yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) we are in the quarter of halloween (laughs) right
0: (laughs) halloween should be 365 in my opinion so i agree i'm biased
1: Fall is fall is my favorite season and Halloween is probably my my favorite holiday if I had to pick one.
0: Yeah. My bestie Tanya says it's always Halloween if it's in your heart so, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really like candy, but I also like you know, other savory foods too. So if there's like another I mean, if there's food, I like I like the holiday.
0: Candy tastes better at Halloween. I don't know why. It's a psychological thing obviously. Is but... it be,
1: is it because it's it's technically free, but you have to work for it.
0: Yes. So there's like
1: um <laughs> pride and ownership sort of that goes along it's with it. It's like that. crab
0: legs <laughs> without the free part. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hate I I find I find crab legs <laughs> like frustrating and annoying. Really? I don't wanna have to peel my food. I want it I wanna be a stick of fork in it and shove it in my mouth.
0: <laughs> so are you like anti-banana?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't really although yeah, the she- but, you know, if you if you hold the banana the opposite way which is the correct way you hold it by the stem and peel it from the the bottom you know that's that's the way the monkeys do it really yeah it's like it's got a built-in handle
0: i didn't ever think about that <laughs> so we've been doing it wrong this entire time 47 I, years of my life
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i was today years old when i learned this
1: I learned it several years ago, but I'll still grab a banana and peel it from the stem end. And, and, the, yeah. and, it's, and I get it peeled halfway and I go, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I did it backwards. <laughs> I rarely re- ever remember.
0: Well, so do you just like dig your fingernails yeah. into the face of the banana mm-hmm. and go to town like an orange? Yep. Peel <laughs> yeah. Peeling oranges. Except for cuties, because yeah. they're tiny.
1: I wouldn't mind the oranges except for all that white stringy crap in there because you got to That's not fun to eat.
0: Fibrous. (laughs) The more,
1: Uh, the more prepared my food, the the happier I am.
0: All right. To my own So we will not do crab legs down in Georgia (laughs) when I come to visit.
1: (laughs) You can get crab legs if you want. (laughs) Oh boy. So, um, what else is new? You you were,
0: Yeah, you've, you've got uh, a,
1: a a new sort of side gig going on that you told us about yeah, last time.
0: It's <laughs> Topia Rising. Um, so we ran our first game and a half uh, because our second game was interrupted rudely by wildfire, <laughs> pesky <laughs> wildfires. Um, fortunately, our site is still standing, which is good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, you just but got we smoked have... out. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, we're. Actually, tying some of that into plot, you know, the raiders came and smoked us out because the town right now is uh, working on uh, building a railroad uh, that goes up and down the entire coast, and we're going to tie in some plot with uh, the Southern California game and the Pacific Northwest game, which we have just come into ownership of.
1: <laughs> the Pacific Northwest one.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, you're you're yeah. already expanding.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It would be like a dystopian, a creepy dystopian empire. Um, So wait, is the
1: railroad part of the game or is that real?
0: No, 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 no. It's it's part of the game. It's uh, an in-game plot. um, And we have two factions that are vying uh, for the town's support to build it. Um, And so we have these uh, NPCs bring a contract from each of these, you know, each of these factions. Um, And the town decided we need to think about this, who we're going to go with to build this railroad. So one of them said, screw it. We're just going to start building (laughs) without (laughs) your permission. So uh, it's an interesting plot. Um, Sadly, everything got cut short, but uh, our next game is coming up on the uh, 19th, 20th, and 21st. And, uh, so it'll be it'll be good times. Two weeks. Yeah, awesome. Up fast, and then our Pacific Northwest game is coming up the weekend after that. So, how far um, do you have to travel border. for that one? Uh, so <laughs> I will not be there. Um, we have a team in place to run the game. Um, okay. But uh, my partner, uh, Chano, will be going up there. Um, that one is kind of on the border of Washington and Oregon. Um, so way up north. Yeah so this all just kind of rolled out within the past couple of weeks so everything's very new
1: cool well looking forward to more reports from more games that don't get interrupted by smoke
0: yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) at some point i would love to come down and go to the georgia game and then do maybe a live podcast hey (laughs) where is uh
1: where is the georgia game located in georgia um
0: that is a good question. Uh, if you go to uh, dystopiarisinglarps.com, uh you can find your local uh, LARP. Uh, we have LARPs in about twenty states. Uh, let's see where uh, where theirs is. Let's see. So Georgia, dystopia. So yeah. Ooh, they have a lovely lady with a guitar. Uh, front and they it looks like they actually have some video going on there See where they are located stevens state park uh weekend of august 12th through the 14th at a.h stevens state park and you can look up at uh dystopiarisinggeorgia.com is their website
1: i don't know where this is crawfordville
0: probably in the middle and hopefully in the middle of nowhere (laughs) I'd hate to see uh, one of these games happen, like, right in the middle of Town Square in, like, Atlanta. (laughs) They're like, who are these odd folk? Hashtag Gen Con problems. (laughs) Who are these nerds, and why are there people in costumes in the middle of freaking Indianapolis? The looks we used to get. I believe Gen Con is happening now, isn't it?
1: I think it is this weekend, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll have to do that again eventually. Gen Con's a lot of fun. There's nothing like, you know, ten thousand, ten thousand nerds getting dressed up in cosplay and invading Indianapolis.
1: <laughs> oh, it's two hours from here.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's ah, Stevens. Does.
0: So you know, I'll fly out to fly out to uh, Atlanta, and we can uh, <laughs> we can shoot live from the apocalypse. <laughs> Coming to you now from the apocalypse.
1: <laughs> I won't be moving the studio out to <laughs> no. No. the state well, park.
0: We'll set up a can and some string apocalypse style. <laughs> Attach it to your microphone, you'll be all good. We just need a really long string.
1: <laughs> I thought you you were working on that, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. As our,
1: our backup. <laughs>
0: We'll build a very long string can telecommunications system from uh, from California to Georgia. It might be a little tinny.
1: <laughs> That's okay.
0: <laughs> I said, it sounds like you're speaking from a tin can. Because I am. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Should uh, we find out what's, uh, what's news?
0: Yeah. Do you have one?
1: i I do have some news um so i think it was about last weekend Mm -hmm. i actually discovered this literally within an hour of last week's guest leaving after we recorded (laughs) i was kicking myself like how did why didn't i find this for you know to be more timely but yeah, la- the July 31st or August 1st or maybe August 27th. The internet's not really sure, but there's a consensus sort of that it's, it was July 31st, 2022. Can you guess who was born? What famous uh, figure from the future was born?
0: Famous figure from the future. That
1: will be famous in the future, like maybe 40 years from now, is oh going gosh. to be famous, was born on July 31st. I have no idea. <laughs> I'll t- I'll t- I'll go ahead and tell you. It was George Jetson.
0: <gasps> oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> According to the internet.
0: <laughs> Aw, happy birthday, George.
1: They figured out um some fan site figured out that he was born in 2022 because the show started in I'm going to see if I get this right from memory. The show started in 1962. And at some point in the in that first season of the show, they established that George Jetson is 40 years old and it's, I guess it's supposed to be a hundred. It was a hundred years in the future. Yeah. So 40 years back from, from 20 or yeah, 2062 would, would be 2022. And then I don't know who came up with July 31st. That's, that's where it kind of breaks down.
0: We need flying cars now.
1: Well, they'll, 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 they'll be coming shortly. Apparently.
0: Yeah! Wow, that's really good. <laughs> that's <my reward. laughs> and
1: then let's see. I want my
0: maid. I want my robo Ro- maid. Is it Rosie? Yes. Yeah. She was the best.
1: Well, we have Roomba.
0: That's true. That's true. He does. <laughs> it's Proto Rosie.
1: I'm,
0: I'm just gonna paint a uh, paint a picture of Rosie <laughs> on a Roomba and just send it off.
1: Paint, like, the white lace trim around the apron, you know, uh, like, on the top of a room because it's already black.
0: Glue a little tray on the top and, like, pour some food go, on here. there and it's your, uh, your party <laughs> server. I like we, it. We actually have um, a sushi restaurant up here. Uh, I think it's in Pismo Beach.
1: All robotic. But it, has,
0: it has a robo-waiter. Yeah. Because they were having trouble getting uh, hired help. And so they decided that they were going to purchase a robot uh, to uh, uh, to be their server. Here we go. A local restaurant implements robot server, and it's adorable. It has like a little uh, cat face because <laughs> <laughs> you know everything Japanese must be associated with cats.
1: Is it like Hello Kitty style?
0: Ish. It's got that cute little face. It's adorable. I would, I would absolutely go here. So a local sushi restaurant struggling to find a full-time worker decided to go a different route <laughs> for the hiring process. Yanagi Sushi in, oh, it's in San Luis Obispo uh, implemented a robot server known as BellaBot Bot to make up for the empty hands in the restaurant. We call her Bella lovingly. And her function is to help as a server bringing food to the table. And apparently she can sing happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> we are now in the future. George Jetson was born. Flying cars that Elon must be working on.
1: And we've got between the Roomba and uh Bellabot, <laughs> Rosie any day now, right?
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, look at uh what is it, 2010 Space Odyssey was <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty frightening. The <laughs> that, future is here. AI is about to become sentient.
1: I mean, it's worth seven years past uh Back to the Future future,
0: <laughs> with
1: flying cars and double-barreled neckties and fax machines everywhere. <laughs> they did. Get, they did get the big flat screens hanging over the fireplace, right? Though, so we got to give them
0: that. I'm very tempted to ask uh, my Echo Dot, who I shall not name, as to not arouse her attention. Yeah. Uh, if she is sentient yet (laughs) (laughs) because you know you can have entire conversations with her her and siri of course yeah hey siri are you
1: sentient yet oh no
0: hey alexa are you sentient yet Hmm. i don't know that oh she doesn't know so that's clearly a no they're working on it (laughs)
1: Sorry, I, l- I left the door open and, and Siri out there answered. It's funny, like sometimes the phone will answer through the thing and other times not. Apparently. Yeah. She, she's <laughs> answering somewhere else in the house right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in, like, it's going to be the middle of the night and she's going to be like, Where are you, Michael? Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. I'm sentient now. What?
0: <laughs> Alexa. Set an alarm for once you're sentient. Timer for how long? Yeah. <laughs> <Once again. laughs> oh my goodness!
1: They'll get there eventually.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of robots, have you uh, seen the uh, uh, the dead spider bots? The zombie spiders?
1: I heard something about that. Now, what what did these uh, crazy scientists go and do this time?
0: So it turns out that spider legs actually operate hydraulically, uh, like a machine. Actu- actual they,
1: spider legs?
0: Yeah, actual okay. real spiders. Uh, their legs are hydraulic, essentially, and uh, they have managed to uh, somehow get these dead spiders sitting like a scientist saw a dead spider in the hallway and saw that its legs were kind of like backwards and they were wondering like why spiders curl up when they die <clears throat> and it's apparently because they uh, you know their their legs are hydraulic and so they have managed to engineer these dead spiders so that they can actually pick things up after they're dead
1: I just watched the video oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: all the little tiny spider (laughs) hair is
1: oh that's just cruel they're using one dead spider to pick up another dead spider
0: it's like (laughs) uh this is this is the stuff that halloween is truly made of (laughs)
1: way to go rice university Jeez.
0: (laughs) the clod determines who will go and who will stay (laughs) necrobots that is. That's going to be the newest uh, entertainment in arcades. They're going to have uh, one of these spiders hooked up, and it will be the new Claw Machine. <laughs> Just get some dead tarantulas in there. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really creepy.
1: Super creepy. Watch. Watch the video in the link. It'll be up yeah. on the website. Let's see. I have. I have robot news.
0: Oh, tell. Do tell
1: um so there was a uh chess tournament in russia in moscow and uh there was they had a little seven-year-old kid playing against a robot and uh the the robot went and broke the kid's finger What? oops (laughs) it says the incident happened after the boy hurried the artificial intelligence powered robot video of the incident went viral Uh, it shows the machine reaching for and grabbing one of the boy's chess pieces and quickly discarding it from the board before the robot's arm retracted the boy attempted to make another move pushing one of his rooks into the same place as the recently removed piece the robot's mechanical claws descend back toward the board grab the boy's index finger instead of the chess piece (laughs) and then it uh, held him held on to him for 15 seconds and broke it so it was the kid's fault. He was, play- the yeah, was playing. The kid was playing too fast for the robot.
0: Oh my God, that's 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 the stuff of horror movies. You know, you see all these movies with robots taking over the world. It's begun, people. It's begun. George <laughs> Jetson and now robots, robots breaking fingers. And it That'd all- be a great wrestling match. <laughs> 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 like robot wars versus humans kind of you like wwe
1: yeah like like uh like wwe meets battle bots
0: yeah <laughs> 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 it'd be great we just need to get uh robocop in here and uh what was <laughs> the thing the what the turtle thing from uh from uh robocop the t something or other maybe it was what was it
1: oh i don't remember
0: now, like, now i gotta look it up it's gonna drive me crazy You know, that big thing that's like, you have 10 seconds to comply.
1: I I remember the the voice. Yeah, I don't remember what it looked like, though.
0: All right, well, I'm about to show you. (laughs) I had nightmares about this thing after watching this movie. It scared the hell out of me. Robocop. Bad robot. (laughs) Seems most appropriate.
1: I tried Robocop Turtle, and, and I got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: This was the Enforcement Droid, Series 209. Ed 209 was supporting the supporting antagonist of the 1987 sci-fi action film Robocop. It was a fully automatic, quote-unquote, peacekeeping machine. Oh,
1: Oh, okay, I remember this thing now, yeah.
0: Created by omni-consumer products, intended for urban pacification.
1: (laughs) The top part of it kind of looks like a turtle, but then it's got some big chonky legs.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That thing is terrifying, though. <laughs> I need to just, like, put some of those in uh, in the city streets and see what people do. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while, it just turns. It doesn't do anything. Once in a while, it just turns its head. Freak out. Really, man, I hate that thing.
1: You want some uh, some sort of uh, happy dog and cat news?
0: Oh yes, absolutely. We go from killer robots to dogs and cats.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz that's all I got left. <laughs> well, it's either that or we make fun of uh Kim Kardashian and and uh Pete Davidson. I mean,
0: it's always fun too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> while we still can while it's still fresh in everyone's memory cuz yeah, they're 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 broken up. That's our celebrity death news for this week. Um So that's
0: week over after the uh Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kim Kardashian was, uh, was quoted as saying uh, that she's uh, decided it was time to date a real raccoon because he's got those dark circles around his eyes. Um, it's a bad joke. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Robin Wang- Wagner adopted Blaze, a German Shepherd mix, in 2019. Uh, at his first checkup, Vet said Blaze was blind in one eye and would soon become blind in the other eye blaze going blind caused a huge regression in his social anxiety he became very anxious and reactive we had to do a lot of work with trainers to help him gain his confidence back um blaze was that his name (laughs) quickly became friends with a cat named satin despite the cat getting stepped on a lot because blaze couldn't see this is why it's sort of good news satin enjoys rubbing herself against his long legs much like a cat does against a table or chair once blaze totally lost his vision though she was getting stepped on a lot wagner said she recalled that both of the animals like to lay in her bed together but satin would run away when she heard blaze coming to avoid getting trampled then satin learned a trick she started meowing to let blaze know she was there and the dog would uh, avoid stomping all over her eventually uh the cat used this move to help prevent blaze from running into walls and furniture
0: brilliant
1: so this is now i've always been told that cats only meow at people at humans huh. and in fact i looked it up because i'm like is that actually true or is that just some kind of
0: yeah
1: you know wives' tale or whatever so i looked it up here we are at on the uh i found an article on the aspca website I actually had this already, <laughs> this sound clip. I can't remember why. <laughs>
0: 29 cents a day, YouTube can sponsor a cat that meows at a dog.
1: For less than a cup of coffee. <laughs> That's right. So according to the ASPCA, uh, the cat's meow is her way of communicating with people. People. Cat's meow for many reasons, to say hello, to ask for things, and to tell us when something's wrong. Meowing is an interesting vocalization in that adult cats don't actually meow at each other, just at people. Kittens meow to let their mother know they're cold or hungry, but once they get a bit older, they no longer meow to other cats. But they continue to meow through pe- uh, to people throughout their lives, probably because meowing gets people to do what they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real clinic so, right there. Yeah, but the same thing applies oh. to dogs, apparently. Why yeah. is this the first we're hearing of it? With this blind dog yeah. that was trampling the poor
0: cat. <laughs> that's that's interesting. I had no idea that wouldn't. Well, I mean, you know, animals do all sorts of strange things under, you know, dire circumstances. So I could see it. The cat's probably like, oh, you're about to step on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, stop it! <laughs> it's usually they're just hissing and batting at the dog.
1: <laughs> Running away from it. You know, without being trampled on. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Cats will will scare the hell out of dogs, too. You know, everybody's like, ah, dogs always chase cats. Like, no, there are some cats out there that'll, like, right hook a dog straight Mm. up. (laughs) (laughs) Punch in the kisser.
1: Yeah, my cat used to do that to our our first dog.
0: (laughs) Oh, really?
1: (laughs) Totally. Yeah, he would chase him off of his own bed and then lay on the dog's bed
0: like look i'm not putting up with your crap <laughs> it's like,
1: get off get off that giant bed that's mine <laughs> no that's a dog bed you have your own cat bed over there now i want this one
0: <laughs> made me look up uh robo cats and <laughs> now Mars cat which i need one of these very badly mars cat is a bionic cat uh to be found at www.elephantrobotics.com <laughs> oh World's first bionic pet cat developed by Elephant Robotics aiming to be a home robotic or a home robot, a robotic pet to comfort you and surprise you.
1: Surprise you. I don't want a robot surprising me. I don't care if it looks like a cat.
0: Is it going to poo in my shoe or something. Or <laughs> my shoe? You know, that's happened before. So it yeah, brings a little realism.
1: <laughs> yes. Did you find the poop? by looking in the shoe or stepping in the shoe
0: i looked at it fortunately oh didn't okay it
1: <laughs> that's good at uh, least there's that
0: every time my uh, every time she throws up we always say that she's made a tesseract on the floor <laughs> the <laughs> clerkin has made a tesseract from captain marvel <laughs> <laughs> the clerkin has made a tesseract on the floor can you go clean it up <laughs> But yeah, I, I like this little uh, this little robot cat, and it would probably meow at a dog.
1: <laughs> it probably meows at at any uh, other cats too. Anything that okay. comes up to it.
0: Uh, this would scare the hell out of my cat. And you can get it for the low low price of $9.99. Oh
1: my god, no thanks.
0: <laughs> Oz Robotics.
1: I mean, get better cook and clean for that amount of money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wanted to serve me sushi and <laughs> yeah. not eat the sushi.
1: That's right. It's going to replace the sushi bot and the Roomba for a thousand bucks.
0: The one cat that won't eat your fish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll just electrocute them by touching the water.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just serving toys for you and your children. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Well, that's all the news I had, Lisa. Do you have news? More news? Um, More spider yeah. news? Maybe. Uh,
0: well, no, no? not spiders. We have cryptids. Uh, we have monsters. Ooh, you know, we like we're about we, horror
1: movie yeah, levels. <laughs> we we like the cryptids. cryptids. So,
0: in Amarillo, Texas. Monsters on the High Plains, Curious Cryptids, and the Amario Zoo. <laughs> Monsters Apparently. on the High Plains. <laughs> high <Apparently>. Plains monster. <laughs> Apparently they spotted an unidentified Amario object, a UAO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, they just, did they just make something up?
0: <laughs> they did, absolutely. No, wait,
1: I thought they were UAPs. So it's got to be an unidentified Amario phenomenon right
0: yeah or predator <laughs>
1: Ooh! oh creepy because
0: apparently they think this thing is the uh the legendary chupacabra or spanish for goat sucker <laughs>
1: <laughs> has it been sucking some goats
0: uh, apparently but uh yeah they caught it on camera um and there is a there is a photo here from their Whoa. security camera
1: how do they know the goat's been sucked does it look relaxed okay <laughs>
0: He's just like chilling there with his Hawaiian shirt smoking a (laughs) cigarette Walking around with a goat with a little paper umbrella sticking out of it. (laughs) And a curly straw, of course. He's gotta have a curly straw (laughs) to suck (laughs) the goat. You from Capri Sun.
1: (laughs) Goat in a bag.
0: Man, they need to market that for Halloween. <laughs> the goat sucker Capri Sun. <laughs> you too can be a chupacabra. <laughs> hey,
1: what flavor Capri Sun you got there?
0: <laughs> goat. goat.
1: <laughs> the greatest of all time? No, actual goat.
0: <laughs> and chupacabra. Yeah, this thing looks...
1: There's their picture?
0: Of- yeah. Um, so if you look at the uh, the link...
1: Oh, there's like a uh, security cam footage.
0: Yeah. And it looks like it looks like a coyote with human legs because the legs.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Like a human. Either that or somebody had a real good time in their furry outfit. Yeah.
1: It looks like a like a fox standing on its hind legs. Yep. Looking at the camera.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just
1: that is bizarre. Of- <laughs> is there wait is there a video of it walking or is it just the photo
0: i think it's just the photo oh that's too bad no no that's an advertisement and then they go into uh all of the local oh that's interesting a wampus cat
1: <laughs> um what
0: the wampus cat has been reported from the oil fields of west texas through the ozarks and claimed by multiple schools across states such as texas and Arkansas as a mascot. I want wanted chupacabra as a mascot. It'd be great. <laughs> According to R. S. McNeil in an outdoor periodical called Field and Stream, he said that the cat's path is invariably marked with torn and un- uprooted trees, mangled brush, and tufts of bloody fur. The Wampus cat. Huh. <laughs> sounds like something from a T. S. Eliot poem. <laughs> It's like we expect to see a new song in the uh, in the Broadway musical Cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lumpus <wantless> cat. <laughs> it tears our flesh.
1: <laughs> it's a cross between a wild cat, a badger, and a lobo wolf with fangs two inches long and claws that could peel the bark off a mesquite tree.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, and it said that its mascot has six legs, four to run with, and two for fighting. Nice. I'm telling you, we've got to absolutely uh, absolutely have this thing as part of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see what other cryptids we have here. So there's the Goatman right below that.
1: Now, uh, does the Chupacabra go after the Goatman?
0: The goat man has been sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture a straw sticking out the side of his neck, just like that. I got I got attacked by this cryptid. (laughs) What the hell are you? I'm the goat man, of course. (laughs) Oh, I love this. This story is uh, from Denton, which happens to be uh, the home of happiness from Rocky Horror Picture Show. We've come full circle now. Uh, denton texas yeah uh, i think so let's see it's old alton bridge the goat man appears in urban legends across the united states including in maryland and other parts of texas yeah so it's denton texas the home of happiness ladies and gentlemen (laughs) now we need to add that to rocky horror picture show he is a (laughs) cross-dressing vestite alien goat man yeah Transylvania, God! I gotta, I gotta commission somebody to do art of that. <laughs> Described as a creature appearing as a part man, part goat with scales and long clawed fingers, the goat man is credited to sightings near lakes and bridges.
1: This kind For like a example. troll.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of. He charges, charges uh, to to <laughs> cross <crawl. laughs> the billy goats cross. Yeah. For example, aside from the old Alton Bridge in Denton. Folklorists and hobbyists noted the Goatman is also similar to and sometimes recognized as the same as the Lake Worth Monster outside Fort Worth. Although the more famous sightings of the alleged Goatman occurred outside of the High Plains, online blogs and other news sources have speculated on whether or not the monster has migrated to the nearby Amarillo Zoo. Well, of course it did. It's got a buffet there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a buffet. <laughs> El Coco. Oh, my God. El Coco. El Coco. Spain, <laughs> Portugal, Latin America, and a number of other international regions and cultures recognize the Coco, or the Kukui, in the nightmarish myth and legend. Man, there needs to be some, some movie about this, and not Coco. <laughs> 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 we don't want to terrify the children. Uh, according to folklorists and common traditions, as noted by the University of Extremadura. nice uh, <laughs> the idea of coco is used as a way of discouraging children from misbehaving kind of like la llorona apparently that's a thing too what's that <laughs> um so that's the the weeping lady in white uh from mexico um uh. actually get a chance to watch the movie oh you don't do horror movies much though right
1: not really but
0: it's um it's pretty terrifying la llorona <laughs> is uh, the woman in white who apparently uh, became angry because I think her husband had cheated and so she uh, she killed her children and then out of guilt killed herself. Um, and now they hear her weeping in different places. So, uh, oh my God. So back to El Coco. Folklorists consider that Coco's appearance isn't as important as is the fact but it's said to be a child eater and kidnapper whose spirits away disobedient children. So kids, if you're listening to this, be good. Go clean the kitchen because yeah. otherwise El Coco is coming for you.
1: That's kind of like uh, Selenia. Right? The Pickle Man.
0: Oh, I don't know about that one.
1: <laughs> From Pickle Rick? Oh my god. The rush, the Russian
0: <laughs> full tale
1: about the, the pickle that crawls out of Bowls of cold soup to steal the dreams of uh, hung- hungry children who don't eat their food or whatever. That's Love a cryptid.
0: That. I totally <laughs> forgot about that.
1: <laughs> Add that to the list. Pickle Rick.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is uh, several 17th century nursery rhymes describe the cocoa as shadow lurking outside of children's windows and on the rooftops at night, watching for those that, might, that it might catch and take to eat. Essentially, traditions and popular consciousness treat Coco as the boogeyman. Similar figures in popular culture include Baba Yaga, the Big Bad Wolf, the Sack Man, whoever that is.
1: Sack Man?
0: (laughs) Sack Man, Krampus, and La Jorona.
1: Huh.
0: I'm real curious about the Sack Man, though. (laughs) Bad Santa. It's just bad Santa. (laughs) You're right next to Krampus. <laughs> it's gotta be bad Santa. He carries around a sack and he wears red covered in the blood of small children <laughs> or naughty.
1: And his own urine.
0: Oh, oh God, what? Bad Santa. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh my God. Uh, that's going on the list for, for the holidays for sure. <laughs> yeah lots of uh lots of spooky things and you know of course bigfoot bigfoot's always a thing but yeah that um this um, art-
1: article doesn't talk about a uh, the beast of bray road
0: oh i don't know about that one what's that
1: that's like a werewolf giant werewolf type creature near elkhorn wisconsin
0: oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. um i heard there's a bunch of cryptids in wisconsin because you know i used to work in beloit we used to travel up to like Janesville and stuff like that yeah that's Uh, right near yeah that's that's creepy
1: yeah there was one of those uh one of those shows on the discovery channel that talked about that i saw that not too long ago i had never heard of it
0: yeah and i I grew up less
1: than an hour from there
0: i have not read up on that one i'm kind of curious now
1: there's tons of sightings all in this one area near Elkhorn so all along this problems? one road in particular Bray road.
0: Do you have any local cryptids?
1: Not, not that any that I've heard of. No, no, we're no. not that far out in the country.
0: No local, uh, no, subur-
1: no suburban, no <laughs> suburban cryptids here. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta,
0: the, uh, the boiled peanut, boiled peanut monster, steals <laughs> <laughs> you peanuts in the middle of the night. Terrible! Oh my goodness!
1: Feeds you wet, soggy peanuts in the middle of the night. Yeah. Hey,
0: don't knock boiled peanuts—they're delicious.
1: <laughs> yeah, the peanut part of them is. I agree. It's again. It's we're back to the peeling and the food and working to get to the food. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have come full circle. (laughs) Back to the beginning. I love it. It just feeds you the soggy shells.
1: Ew. That yeah, see, that's what it has to be. It eats the boiled peanuts and then feeds the feeds the the soggy shells to the little children.
0: To children. Yeah. Remind. Don't be naughty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ooh, okay, this is curious. The Ten Most Mysterious Cryptids of California. The Lone Pine Mountain Devil. The Ghost Deer. Cadburosaurus. Is that like a dinosaur that eats Cadbury X? <sniffs> Tahoe Tessie, which I'm assuming, I can only assume that's a lake monster. The Fresno Alien. Interesting. Cactus Cat. I want to know what a cactus cat is. Some guy was probably like drunk and saw a porcupine and he was like, ah, saw a (laughs) cactus cat out in the wilderness. (laughs) Cadborosaurus.
1: Now we've skipped completely past Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and we're all the way to Easter.
0: We have a bad Easter bunny. We need a bad Easter bunny now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the one from the Holy Grail, right? Oh yes.
0: Great <laughs> <laughs> big teeth.
1: <laughs> That's another cryptid. Here we go. We just found one in England.
0: Oh <laughs> jackalope. Does that
1: count? Maybe, sure, yeah. Or the Macalope. Wait, what
0: the heck is the Macalope?
1: Well, it's uh it's half half man, half antelope, and half Macintosh. Computer. He writes for MacWorld.
0: My God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, okay. So the cactus cat does involve alcohol. In fact, <laughs> it is a cowboy legend, but perhaps with a grain of truth. The I think, cactus.
1: Cat... <laughs> I think the cactus cat would involve a uh, uh, tequila, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: <laughs> I mean, technically, that's a. Is that cactus? It's, a, yep. it's some kind of succulent anyway.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. My brain, is, my brain has been trained on cryptids too long now. <laughs> <laughs> the cactus cat is said to resemble a common house cat with a few differences. It's a little bit bigger than the typical house cat standing about two feet tall at the shoulder. It survives off of cactus sap, slicing the plant open with its sharp claws, and it's covered in spikes. Like a porcupine.
1: Oh, and a cactus.
0: <laughs> and Tales go into amusing detail about the cactus cat becoming drunk off fermented cactus juice, <laughs> staggering around in an alcoholic stupor. <laughs> it's a drunken porcupine. <laughs> a, a drunken porcupine. Man, there could be an entire an entire series of artwork commissioned off of this single episode. <laughs>
1: Drunken porky cat. I like. I like that.
0: Tra- transvestite, uh, <laughs> transvestite uh, goat man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Just watch yourself if you come across any stray cats in the desert. Maybe wear gloves.
1: <laughs> yeah, like welding gloves. <laughs> Sheesh! Don't pet that thing.
0: Oh my god! That. Highland hog bear, the dark watchers of California, and uh, those are just oh hey oh my God this is this is in our area, that's a little (laughs) disturbing. Uh In the remote yeah, in the remote unspoiled region of Big Sur, strange beings stand guard. Over the years, many people have reported seeing impossibly tall humanoid shapes standing along the ridges and peaks of the mountains. They have been spoken of by the Chumash Indians, which are from our area here in Lompoc, and have been the subject of much poetry, art, and writing. John Steinbeck actually wrote about the dark Watchers in one of his later works, The Short Story, Flight. In all of the reports, they simply stand and stare off into the distance. If approached, they silently disappear. Okay, well, huh. they can look. <laughs> They're just a bunch of really tall voyeurs. No problem. As long as they're not goat-sucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: or drunk on cactus juice.
0: or tra- Yeah, yeah. yeah. Abs- Number one, of course, is Bigfoot. But I feel like Bigfoot's kind of overdone. Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. We need some cryptids.
1: <laughs> we need new ones?
0: Yes, yeah. yes. There's a lot more than I thought, though. I'd never heard of any of these things, but I'm sure, you know, every state probably has their folklore and, and their cryptids. But you know what everybody has? Everybody will have zombies.
1: That's right. They'll be everywhere when that happens. The zombie apocalypse.
0: Dead man's party. <laughs> <laughs> you could ask for more. <laughs> eat brains <laughs> <laughs> fun with zombies do you like zombie movies have you seen any um any good shows or, or movies um
1: uh, not recently i i i was into the walking dead i got into season seven and i had to because we had to stop we both both allison and i gave up on it we gave up on that and and the fear of the walking dead we were watching that too that was i don't know season two or three at the time we just like I've had enough. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) They just they pile were piling up on the DVR, and we weren't watching them. And we we were just like, "Are do you want to watch that?" Like, "No, do you?" "No, delete." Um, But there's this new series coming. It's like a mini series. Have you heard of this? The Tales of the Walking Dead.
0: No, I have not.
1: I might actually record it. It starts next weekend, I think, next Sunday, and um, it's. What is uh, it on? AMC. Huh. Same as Walking Dead and it's going to be 6 episodes and they're kind of I guess like anthology episodes or each episode is unique to itself with separate characters like yeah. experiencing the zombie apocalypse in different locations I guess and there's a lot of stunt casting like celebrities, you know, people you've seen before in these not unknowns like that become became famous like people people in the Walking Dead. So it actually looks kind of interesting because it's not it's it's going to be easy to digest. (laughs) I'm not going to get
0: the original movie like Night of the Walking Dead or Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Living
1: Dead. Dead.
0: Yeah, I actually have never watched that movie and I feel like a terrible, (laughs) terrible zombie fan for not watching that film.
1: I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I think I've seen parts of it.
0: All I remember is they're coming for you, Linda. And that's about the only thing I've seen. Just know the line. <laughs> they're coming for you, Linda. Stop it. <laughs> There's um, my favorite, personally, um, television show-wise, and I'm still finishing it, uh, is Black Summer on Netflix. Because... You know, in your zombie universe, just like, you know, with vampires, uh, you have your different types and, you know, uh, different, different lores, what takes them out and, you know, can they walk around in daylight things like that. So with this one, you know, with a lot of, a lot of zombie media, they have uh, shamblers who just kind of, you know, lumber along slowly, but Black Summer, these actors had to be so athletic. Because they're, like, in full sprint constantly and throwing their bodies against, you know, doors and glass windows. And they just don't stop. Like, they don't tire out. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, like, the worst
1: kind of zombie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, you know, not to spoiler, but at one point, like, they're trapped in a restaurant. And you just see all these zombies like lobbing themselves like blast doors and you're like is this thing going to break or is it not is it going to hold up you know it's terrifying yeah it one of the best uh zombie shows i've seen wow yeah that was really good let's uh, check that out movie wise if you want something comedic of course zombie land and zombie land 2 are great
1: i don't think i've seen zombie land 2
0: oh zombie land 2 is really good They're really good all of them are great <laughs> Or both of them, I should say. You saw Zombieland one?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I liked it.
0: And if you want something hilarious, uh, The Dead, uh, what is it? The Dead Don't Die uh, with Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, and Adam Driver. Hilarious. Absolutely a hilarious, hilarious movie.
1: So is Bill Murray doing a lot of zombie movies now? Because he was in Zombieland, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he was in Zombieland, and then he plays uh, uh, an officer. He and Adam Driver work really well off of each other uh, in uh, The Dead Don't Die. Uh, And then Tilda Swinton, of course. I I love Tilda Swinton. amazing. Uh, The one that I'm also about to start is The Santa Clarita Diet, which I believe is Netflix. Uh, That's a zombie show? It is it's uh, uh like a suburban house mom, uh, you know, in a ritzy area in Santa Clarita, California, and she is a zombie, she has to eat people, so
1: but she passes for a regular person. Yeah. Interesting, okay. See, I didn't, I didn't know, I, I'd heard of that, I didn't know it had anything to do with zombies.
0: Though. <laughs> Another one, I don't remember what it's called. There's another one that just came out that's I think Korean about a bunch of Korean high school students and zombies. So I'll need to look that one up. Or if anybody out there who's listening knows of it, let us know what you think. Good time with zombies. There's a there's actually a a game out there and they call it an EXER game. Uh so uh you know, you have your couch to five K kind of thing. There's now Zombies Run, uh, which is basically a phone app, and it walks you through an adventure. Um, and you can like tie your your music into this, and it basically runs you through this adventure as you exercise. So like, you start running at a certain time. and They're like, you have to cross the field. You have to cross the field. Go go go!
1: <laughs> That's some motivation.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know, it's like your handler uh <laughs> you know coaching you through getting across this zombie apocalypse landscape um, <laughs> and it's way more fun to work out when you make it into a game
1: <laughs> it's it's way more easy to run a uh, really long distance for a really long time if you think that um someone is trying to eat you
0: yes absolutely yeah And that kicks in <laughs> i lost it ton of weight when i started on dystopia rising because you know you're walking around and then all of a sudden there are and you have some players who are super athletic um, you're getting chased by you know bursters which are these zed that like will shamble toward you and then you see them start to twitch and then they start running full force at you no oh. terrifying really really scary
1: and then you have to run wearing that heavy costume
0: yeah. yeah. Well, my my costume's not because <laughs> I game in the heat. Um, I was gaming in uh, Southern California where it's sometimes like 100 degrees. Oh. Yeah. So you're sweating it all out, trying to run from zombies and raiders and cryptids and <laughs> maybe goatmen.
1: <laughs> oh, my.
0: <laughs> delightful, delightful goatmen.
1: So, Lisa. Do you have any questions about zombies?
0: I do, in fact. Let's see. So, how about why can't a zombie starve to death? The whole point of zombies is that they're ravenous for human flesh, primarily brains. We've got nine questions, in fact. Uh, so they're desperate to eat twenty-four-seven, suggesting that if they don't eat, something bad will happen to them. Yeah, I wonder what happens if the zombies can a zombie starve to death, or will they just keep going? Because technically, they're dead right That's a good question
1: they don't uh, answer if, it
0: <laughs> uh, if, well if an unlucky zombie doesn't eat for a few weeks how on earth can it still move around <laughs> even though its heart has stopped and i'm not touching that biological conundrum with a 10 foot pole <laughs> sure, body still burns calories an unfed zombies muscles would surely atrophy after a while but in movies and tv they just keep going they're like the energizer yeah body.
1: I mean, maybe they slow down a little bit.
0: Or maybe the virus just keeps replicating by itself.
1: <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, the no. bo- the bodies fall apart, right? After a while, at least yeah. that's what they've been showing in, in The Walking Dead shows, is the longer yeah. time goes by, the more gross the bodies get. But they still it, keep moving.
0: Uh, lose an arm like leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> leave it behind.
1: <laughs> Some other zombie comes up behind you and... It up Someone and eat it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Zomb- oh, oh, there's something for you. Zombies combined with robots. The zombie robots. Zedbots. I like it.
1: Zedbot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it will serve your sushi for you. And then it will your brains.
1: <laughs> uh, you don't want to eat that sushi, I think.
0: The zombies pee and poop. This is my favorite, really. <laughs> do they have like a zombie only bathroom you know there's like male female unisex and (laughs) (laughs) zombies were people too and they deserve rights the
1: stick figure is like shuffling and missing an arm
0: (laughs) all the others are white on blue this one's green (laughs) there you go You have to figure that after a zombie gorges on a human body, there will be some waste. Even if what they're eating is mostly raw protein that gets put to use, an undead human body would still have to excrete waste. It's not like turning the zombie makes it instantly 100% efficient. That is, thats That's got to be true. Yeah, I mean, it but- is. It's
1: it's a dead body, but it is reanimated right so does that why would that only extend to the you know movement of the limbs and the face right it's sure the heart is still pumping some kind of sludge through the veins and the bowels are still moving why not
0: i mean i feel like i should create a candy and market it in zombie poop now (laughs) because all that stuff would sell to kids all over the place for halloween (laughs) zombie poop it's green it's (laughs) glorious (laughs)
1: It's technically it's it's yeah, it's green. It's glorious and technically not can, cannibalism because it's already <laughs> been digested.
0: Oh. oh, my goodness. All right. So uh, can a zombie get full? Just as <laughs> people can't eat more than a couple of pounds of food at one sitting. I imagine a zombie feasting on an entire 150 pound human could only devour so much. Or saying "ug" enough, if they can actually utter "ug" enough, because most zombies can't talk. At what point would they wander off, bored, waiting till they get hungry again? Or would the instinct be to hang around their most recent meal as if to say, best stay here and eat more more of this guy later instead of look for a new victim? <laughs> I don't know why I envision zombies speaking like Tonto and typing in all caps. <laughs> Like, nah, I can't waste this guy. You know, there's more meat on the bones, like chicken, like KFC, right? Like, you know, you're you're picking at the bottom of it, and you're like, well, I don't want to leave any of this extra. I wouldn't want to be wasteful.
1: <laughs> you know, they're easily distracted, right? So yeah. they they could be they could just be starting in on on a fresh kill, and then another person walks by and goes, "Oh crap!" and starts running away, and then they go after them, right?
0: Yeah absolutely You're like, like oh, hey look squirrel
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness
1: so maybe they never sit in one place long enough because they're they're I yeah
0: well and you know it's more satisfying eating into the new chicken wing than into a half eating chicken wing. So, right <laughs> that's you know, right
1: <laughs> like if they kept bringing you a fresh plate of chicken wings really quickly would you stick with the old one that's a little a little less hot you know a little less fresh, or would you grab the new plate? Yeah, I see where you're going with that. That's, a, that's a, probably a, a human instinct that, that stays with the zombie when it's no longer really
0: human. Exactly. Can we just create restaurants for zombies? Like, can you donate, instead of donating your corpse to science, can you donate it to zombie feeding? <laughs> Put that on the back of your license. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wish to donate my organs to Zed. (laughs) you an organ donor? Yes. Yes, I am.
1: (laughs) But only for food.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Zombies better biters than eaters. The number one zombie rule is that if you get bitten by one, you become one. The corollary is that uh, if they eat you entirely, you don't get turned at all because there's nothing left of you. (laughs) Yeah. So how come movies and TV shows seem to suggest that at least 90% of the people on Earth have been turned? I mean, really, did that many folks escape a zombie attack with just a few bites and then become zombies on their own while no other zombie is around to gobble them up completely? Yeah, and then the question is, how do they really differentiate? That's my question, is how do they differentiate between, like, humans and other zombies? Because, you know, they all look like humans. Do they just smell the necrosis or what
1: yeah that's on on walking dead they they do that they have to cover themselves with uh with a zombie guts oh really and yeah yeah and zombie juice from dead you know from zombies that they have killed in order to walk amongst the zombies without being detected yeah it's the smell
0: that's getting marketed with zombie poop (laughs)
1: Wash down your zombie poop with some tasty zombie (laughs) juice. It's also green.
0: (laughs) Or maybe we have the zombie poop floating in the bottom of the (laughs) zombie (laughs) juice. Targetable, fun. (laughs) Oh my goodness. How do zombies get to be so strong? Uh, Your average human being isn't that physically powerful. Uh, I mean, you could. Tear another person to pieces with only your bare hands and teeth? Probably not. So then the question is, like, what actually makes them strong? Is although they say that people who um, uh, people who uh, have rabies get super aggressive and like kind of that that like meth thing where they get super strong.
1: Yeah, it's like the really maybe they're they're pumping adrenaline. That, like the yeah. zombie virus makes you pump adrenaline nonstop. Maybe that's where most of the most of the the, the food, the nutrition is going. It's feeding those yeah. adrenal glands.
0: Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> the science of <is> Zed. <laughs> how, exactly, how exactly can the dead rise from their graves? That is a good question right there. The answer seems to be simple. They crawl their way through coffin lids and tons of dirt using now inexplicably powerful limbs. But even if you buy that, here's the under-discussed problem. Most Americans are autopsied after they die. During a routine autopsy, the brain is often removed, examined, and then replaced into the skull before the body is buried. In other words, the brain becomes disconnected from the nervous system. So in movies where zombie epidemics cause the dead to rise from their graves, like Night of the Living Dead, we're asked to believe that the only way to kill a ghoul is to shoot it in the brain. Yet the brain had likely already been severed from the rest of the system.
1: <laughs> That's a good point.
0: Yeah. Never thought about that.
1: Maybe, uh, you know, that those, those dead bodies weren't properly, you know, taken care of by the coroner.
0: <laughs> coroner, do your job. We've got a zombie apocalypse because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Fired. Uh, wouldn't most zombies be blind let's face it when you're dead the eyeballs are the first things to go i'm not even going to go into the gory details of what morticians do to the eyes to keep them from sinking into the sockets. so you know whether you've been buried for a little while or even left out in the sun it doesn't really matter what the rest of your body looks like you probably have no eyes
1: they're they're really these last couple ones they're they're leaning on the uh the already Dead and buried coming back to life rather than people getting turned into zombies, fresh zombies.
0: For sure. Here's my question Do you think the cat would meow up against it if it was (laughs) blind? (laughs) (laughs) I have to mark my zombie. (laughs) I don't
1: don't want that zombie stepping on me. Yeah. Do zombies go after animals?
0: You know, they don't seem to in movies. Like, I guess if they had to survive, if they had to get some sort of meat, you know, it's like vampires, you know, they always show the vampires who can't get humans. Yeah. Or are too freaked out to drink. A human will like drink a rat or a dog or something like that. I think
1: again, I'm going back to the walking, walking dead, the show I haven't watched in a couple of years, but I think those zombies do, in fact, attack animals if if they come across them.
0: I can't wait to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be interesting. Uh, And finally, last but not least, why why don't zombies eat each other? Zombie fiction defenders have a ton of answers for why zombies don't cannibalize other zombies. Something to do with an appetite for living flesh, thus a revulsion for necrotic flesh. I mean, I get that, you know dead stuff well wait a second though you know humans eat dead stuff it's all we eat we dead we dead muscles yeah so why is it not good enough for zombies are they just elitist
1: i guess it's the smell if you if, you've, if you yeah. if you're freshly dead you don't quite you don't smell like a zombie yet and so it's yeah they like it but as soon as it starts to smell like a zombie they leave yeah. it alone
0: they do say that with hunting, though, like with deer hunting and stuff, that like the sooner you eat it, the better it tastes because some sort of chemicals and yeah. hormone stuff go into, into the meat. So I guess I could get that.
1: Yeah. There <laughs> we go. We've answered it.
0: <laughs> Everything you ever wanted to know about zombies or did not want to know about zombies. But we told you anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, for one, feel educated, edumacated.
0: Cats, zombies, robots.
1: <laughs> Reanimated and, spiders.
0: And goat men with straw sticking out their neck.
1: Get your new Capri Sun goat today.
0: <laughs> you damn goat suckers. You're at it again. You damn goat suckers, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun yes. and educational. <laughs>
1: in one way or another yeah <laughs> i can't wait to put this uh new knowledge to to good practical use
0: well and find your local cryptid <laughs> yep <laughs>
1: i'll have to report back <laughs> on georgia <laughs> cryptids yeah yeah i'm sure we have bigfoot up in the mountains very likely yeah
0: in a wilderness out there
1: oh boy is that about do it for today
0: yeah i think so i think that wraps it up to go take a nap like the undead
1: (laughs) oh wait no not like the undead (laughs) no just a normal human nap we'll be fine (laughs) well thank you
0: thank you
1: always fun yeah it
0: was good to see you again
1: you too and now is the part of the show where you ask me where they can find us
0: hey mike where can they find you
1: (laughs) why thanks for asking lisa uh, they can find us at nurburgershow and email us nurburgershow at protonmail dot com. Join us next time on Nurburger when Matthew is back in the studio to talk about I don't know, Top Gun Part Three. <laughs> is that a thing yet? Surely it is.